Episode 28 A New Dispensation Government Genesis 9, verses 2 to 7 Verse 2 Every animal on earth and every bird in the sky will respect and fear you. So will every animal that crawls on the ground and every fish in the sea respect and fear you. I have given them to you. In Genesis 1, man was given dominion over the creatures of the earth. The same dominion continues after the flood, and the title to them belongs to man as well. They are at our disposal and meant for our use. But a new aspect of this relationship comes after the flood. The fear and dread of man will be on every beast. This doesn't mean that we won't be eaten by lions if we're not careful. What it does mean is that a horse has no idea how strong he actually is compared to the puny little rider on his back. God hides this knowledge from them and gives them a fear of the little jockey so that despite his immense power, he remains in submission to the puny weakling. And animals of prey, like the tiger and the lion, which can't really be domesticated, will still run in terror when man is near. Verse 3. Everything that moves, everything that is alive, is yours for food. Earlier I gave you the green plants, and now I give you everything for food. This verse is pretty clear. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. Until the time of the law of Moses, there was not one prohibition placed on what we could or couldn't eat. The Mosaic law was introduced to the people of Israel. This means the people of Israel, the Jewish people, not the church. The law of Moses is over and done with and the book of Hebrews says it explicitly several times. The setting aside of the prohibition against eating certain foods is so clear and detailed in the New Testament. We believers have freedom in Christ. God has ordained that we can have anything for breakfast, lunch or dinner. Verse 4, but you must not eat meat that still has blood in it, because blood gives life. We're not to drink blood, because God is the source of life. The shedding of blood, then, is the end of that life. When a sacrificial animal was killed, the life of that animal, its blood, was used for the atonement of the person sacrificing when Jesus shed his blood, it was for our atonement. God does not want drinking the blood of an animal to somehow gain its life force. But the drinking of blood for this purpose has nothing to do with blood transfusions. There are cults which don't allow them, but this completely abuses the intent of what the Bible is saying. The preservation of life through a blood transfusion 
is a completely different category than what is attempted in drinking blood. Verse 5. I will demand your blood for your lives. That is, I will demand the life of an animal that kills a person. And I will demand the life of anyone who takes another person's life. Verse 6. Whoever kills a human being will be killed by a human being. This is because God made humans in his own image. This is an eternal standard set down by God. Man was created in God's image and therefore to shed man's blood brings about a forfeiture of the blood of the one who shed it, whether it is an animal or another man. Because man is created in God's image and because the Bible gives the unborn the same rights as those who are born, the curse of abortion in a land is one of the gravest offences that can be committed against God. There can be no atonement for the shed blood of abortion except by the termination of the life of the person who commits the abortion. Unfortunately, because this is a political issue, the guilt transfers to the political supporters of abortion. They are actively working against God in order to terminate life created in his image. And even more unfortunately for an entire political movement, those who elect those who support abortion bear guilt in the process too. And one more point about this verse, it says, Whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. If someone commits murder, the Bible doesn't ask us to look at his childhood and determine what made him do it. It doesn't ask us to look at his social standing or whether he was drunk or on pain medication. It says very clearly that a murderer is to be put to death. This predates the law of Moses and is based on the attack against another bearer of God's image. Verse 7 Noah, I want you and your family to have many children. Grow in number on the earth and become many. We finish up this episode with this verse. God repeats his mandate to Noah to be fruitful and multiply. The beauty of children and an earth full of God's people, created in his image, must be a delight to the heart of God. He created because he is love, and love is his very nature. How pleased he must be when his creation returns that love to him in praise. Worship and adoration. He asks us to bring forth abundantly in the earth and to multiply in it. Children are a blessing and a heritage from the Lord and we bring him honour when we get married, have children and bring them up in the knowledge of the fear and the admonition of him. Hallelujah and Amen.